Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. I hope that you got an off to an amazing start of this week. If you haven't already, we're about to make it amazing. If you are new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're hungry for more, if you've also gotten obsessed with all those mindset and performance topics, then make sure you follow me on Instagram as well as sign up for our mindset and performance hacks that are delivered to your inbox on a weekly basis. All you need to do to sign up is go to mindic.eu slash weekly hacks and you'll also find the link to that in the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram and that's by searching for Jocelyn Liliano in one word and you can find the spelling to that and a straight link to my Instagram also in the show notes because I know I've got a very challenging name to spell. So today I'm going to talk about how to refocus or bounce back after making a mistake in competition. I was at a show yesterday and I wasn't riding myself, but I was meeting up with some of my clients and I got talking to one of their friends and she explained to me how her horse has started stopping and it's become this really vicious circle. And she said, it definitely hasn't got anything to do with the horse. It's me. Like the horse is great. It used to jump all the time. It's nothing to do with the horse. It has to do with me. What goes on inside of my mind I have become obsessed with this. It has con started consuming me. I can't think about anything else. So she was sure that it was something that she was doing. And we started talking about the importance of leaving stuff like this behind. No matter what happened, just move on. Quickly move on from any kind of mistakes or anything that happened that was negative and refocus forward. And it inspired me to do this episode to talk about how we can actually move on from mistakes in competitions. Anything that happened that was negative, that you can actually move on from them and refocus and start writing positively again. So the very first thing here, and that's really, really important, is to neutralize making mistakes, normalize it, realize that it's not the end of the world. It's no big deal. It happens to everyone. Even the absolute best riders in the sport, they also make mistakes. And there's nothing wrong with making mistakes. In fact, making mistakes makes you an even better rider. I say this all the time, but equestrians don't make mistakes. Mistakes make equestrians. So there's no reason to make a big drama about it. And actually, you shouldn't make a big drama about it because the more emotion that you give to an experience or an event, the longer it's going to stay in your mind, the longer you're going to remember it afterwards. So rather than spending your energy and giving a lot of attention to negative events, do the opposite. Train yourself to attach strong emotions, strong positive emotions to positive events. And in that way, you're going to remember those ones. 
You can even attach a physical signal to a positive event to make it even stronger for you. So you can attach emotions, you can attach physical signals. And in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, we refer to this as an anchor. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later on in this episode. But to to explain a little bit more about what an anchor is... It's like every time something positive happens, you experience a good feeling such as happiness, confidence, fulfillment. You can connect that to a physical signal. For example, touching the second knuckle on your middle finger with your thumb and do this like on your least used hand. So if you're right-handed, do this on your left hand because that one tends to be free. Um, Touch your second knuckle on your middle finger with your thumb. Every time something good happens, you experience good feelings. So if you're feeling confident something good is happening, make that stronger by touching your second knuckle. And then in the future, if you want to step into those good feelings again, all you need to do is touch your second knuckle. And that way you can start to relive those good feelings, right? And again, we're going to use this a little bit later in this episode. But What I want to say with this first point is like normalize making mistakes. Nothing worthy of much attention or strong emotions. Again, the more emotion you attach to a mistake, the more likely you're going to be to remember that afterwards. So just move on. Pretend as if nothing ever happened. And instead, focus on the positives. Make them bigger by attaching strong emotion or physical anchors, like I just explained. Now, second point here is also move on as quickly as possible. So there's one thing not attaching any emotions to it, but also move on as quickly as possible. If you don't bounce back from a mistake quickly, you increase the risk of making more mistakes. So the longer you spend in that negative spiral, the more mistakes you're probably going to make, which is something I guess you're not going to want to be doing. So when you experience a mistake, you really have two options. So you got the probably not so helpful option where you make a mistake, you get angry, upset, frustrated, you stay angry, upset and frustrating, and your body is reacting to those feelings by tensing up muscles, increasing the heart rate, you give yourself more negative thoughts, your confidence declines, you lose your focus, and all this again leads to an increased chance of another mistake or poor performance just in general. Then you got the other option where you make a mistake, you get angry, upset, frustrated, but just for a few seconds. And then you carry out a post-mistake routine. And I'm going to talk about this in a, in later on because this is really important. This is really the key of this episode. But you carry out a post-mistake routine which helps you regain focus. Your muscles are able to do whatever they need to be doing again. You become determined, confident, action mode. You step back into that focus action mode. And by doing this, there's going to be less risk for you making more mistakes going forward. And you're going to be back to performing to your full potential. So... As I said, the key of this episode really is defining your post-mistake routine. You might not realize it, but you actually already have a post-mistake routine. But it's probably something that is not really helpful, something similar to what I just spoke about in option one, where you start attacking yourself, you attack your abilities, and you go down in this very negative spiral. And you might not realize it. It tends to happen subconsciously. It's a trained response. It's something that you've done many, many, many times. And you've trained your subconscious. It's become a habit. So how do you stop doing this? You bring awareness to it. You write down 
what your current post-mistake routine is. So this negative spiral that we just spoke about, write down every detail of it. So like how you usually act and be very specific here. Thoughts, feelings, physical reactions, what the consequences tend to be of that. For example, how your horse reacts in response to that. So be very specific and sort of call it out of your subconscious mind, bring it into your conscious mind, become aware of it. Then write down what you want your new routine to be. And the clearer and more specific that this is, the better, because the bigger chances that you'll have to successfully execute this. And I have this really handy format that you can actually use for this. It's a formula where you first explain what the current situation is, and then you explain your current behavior, and then you explain what you're going to do instead going forward. So when this happens, point, 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 instead of... So when this happens, dot, 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 instead of dot, 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 I am dot, dot, dot. So when this happens, this is where you explain what the specific mistake is. So what the situation is. So when I make this particular mistake, for example, when I miss my distance or when I start pulling in the mouth of my horse rather than riding with my leg, instead of, so this is what you're currently doing. This is your un helpful post-mistake routine. So I start talking shit to myself, I, I criticize myself, I stop writing, I paralyze myself, I panic. That's what you're currently doing, right? That was the one that you just described in just before this. Then you move on to the more important part, and this is what you're going to do going forward. So I am so when this happens, instead of I am, and this is where you explain every detail of that new post mistake routine of your new post mistake routine. So here's a couple of ideas of things to include. So those can be specific thoughts. So you can ask yourself, for example, in your head, what are your focus points? Have I got my legs on? Have I got quality canter? Anything that helps you regain focus on the things that are going to help you perform better. You can also say something out loud. For example, you can have a statement representing moving forward, like moving on from that mistake. So for example, like next fans, let's go FF, forget and focus. I love that one. FF, it's really quick and it stands for forget and focus or refocus. You can also have like self-empowering statements. So research has actually shown that people who cheer themselves on they generally do better than people that criticize themselves. So rather than being your biggest critic, be your biggest cheerleader. So what can you say to yourself or do in order to cheer yourself on? Like, what would you say to someone else that made a mistake to sort of snap them out of it and, and help them move on? What would you say to someone else? Come up with something that you can say to cheer yourself on or do for that matter. So you can also have a physical signal. This can also be part of your post-mistake routine. So some kind of signal to cheer yourself on, something that represents moving on, something that snaps yourself out of it, something that you can do, obviously, while you're riding. Uh, and in cross country, we have a little bit more time in between fences. So you can sort of pretend throwing a mistake away. You could throw it over your shoulder or you can wipe it away. Like you can wipe it off like against your legs. You can have some physical signal. You can like wipe your face off, like anything that represents snapping out of it or wiping it away or throwing it away, moving on. Uh, obviously, show jumping or dressage, you got to be a little bit quicker. So it's going to be a really small, quick one. You can still have it, though. Uh, you can, for example, tick yourself on the leg, just snap your fingers real quickly or tap your knuckle, as I 
talked about earlier, if you have programmed yourself to attach positive feelings with touching the second knuckle on your middle finger with your thumb, then you can actually use that physical signal when you're finding yourself just after making a mistake and you want to move yourself from negative feelings to positive feelings. You can use this physical signal that we have already programmed into your mind, which means positive feelings, right? Which means confidence. You've made that link in your brain already. So now you can actually use that. You can also like make, just put a smile on your face, like do something with your face, big smile on your face. Like just that simple physical action can already make you feel much better. You can also take a deep breath. That's something that you can do at any time. Just take a deep breath. That could be your signal to moving forward and leaving that mistake behind. Whatever you choose to include, though, it's really important that you keep this simple. Like, don't make those five actions after each other. That's way too complicated and you're not going to be very likely to do it. So just start with one single action. You can have one or you can have maybe two, but like keep this very simple. It's also need to be something that you can do straight after your mistake. So this is not the idea that you do this after your round. Like you, you, you should be able to do this immediately after a movement in your dressage program or after a fence that you just jumped immediately. And you need to be able to do it at, at any time, right? So no matter what you're jumping, dressage, eventing, like it needs to be something that you could do at any time with what you have available, right? So you shouldn't have something including another object because you don't have that with you on your horse, right? So you need to be able to do this at any time. It's also personal to you, right? It needs to be something that works for you. It's not because a particular thing works for someone else that that's going to be working for you. So you need to pick something out that's going to work for you in particular, and then also something that's really important is that the more you practice this, the better you're going to become at it. The whole goal with this is to make it automatic, that this becomes your new subconscious response, your new habit, so that you don't consciously even have to think about it. So you want this to be happening in the back of your mind without you even noticing. It's like when you drive a car, you like gear your car without even noticing. That's what you want this to turn into, a subconscious response to making a mistake. So a really good tip here is to do this actually during training as well, not only during competition. If you make a mistake in training, I mean, we all make mistakes in training all the time. So those are good opportunities to practice this because the more you practice it, the more you're going to make this automatic. So to summarize this episode, first of all, neutralize making mistake. Normalize it. It's no big deal, right? Everyone makes mistake. It doesn't matter what level you're riding, what what kind of riding that you're doing. Everyone makes mistakes at all levels. And it's not so much about not, well, it's totally not about not making mistakes. It's about how you deal with it, how quickly you move on from that. And that's point number two. Move on as quickly as possible, because the longer you stay in that, the bigger the chances of you making other mistakes And the best way of doing that is defining your post-mistake routine. And I just spoke about that in all detail. Make sure that it's something that is personal, that works for you. I gave you tons of different tips, but it can also be other ones. And I would love actually to hear about your post-mistake routine. What is it going to be that you are going to use to reset yourself, to move on, to leave that mistake in the past? I'd love to hear about this. So you can send it to me via email. That's info at mindic.eu. You can send it to me on Instagram. That's just Lilinois in one word. Again, you'll find the link to that in the show notes. And you can also, and this is probably something that I would recommend the most, 
you can put it up as a post or story on your social media, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. Make sure you tag us in it, though, so that we see it. And this is a really good option because that way people can also hold you accountable. So if your friends see this, they can remind you of this. If you were to have a mistake and you go down that negative spiral, they can say, oh, you weren't going to do that anymore. This is your post This is your post-mistake routine. This is what you were going to do going forward. And also, you can help inspire others. So if other people are finding it challenging to come up with good things, you can post this on your story and other people can see, oh yeah, Jocelyn is using that affirmation. That's really cool. I'm going to try that one too. So... Make sure you sit down, you define your post-mistake routine. And if you're thinking about someone in your group of friends that needs to hear this, make sure you share it with them. You can also receive tips like those ones via email. All you need to do is to sign up for our weekly mindset and performance hacks. You do so by going to mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. Links to that in the show notes. And if you're already receiving emails from us, you will already be receiving our weekly mindset and performance hacks as well, but it could be that they're going to your spam folder. And the best thing you can do in that case, if you want to be receiving them, is that you go to your spam folder, you pull out one of those emails and you respond to it. That's telling your inbox that this is fine, this is white flag, I want to be receiving this. And then going forward, it's hopefully going to end up in your inbox. And... As always, to finish up this episode, I want to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next Magical Monday.